However, no one, not even the most well-intentioned person, has as much riding on the success of a project as you do. There are only four reasons why someone isn't doing their job well. Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Accountability isn't a word that is often thrown around when it comes to discussions on how to ensure your project is a success. In this episode, I am going to give three real-world examples of where our clients have failed to take accountability and this has led to project failures. Don't worry, none of them have been deadly, just failures that have required us to work a little bit harder to resolve the issues. Names and projects will obviously be changed for privacy. I'm also going to give an example of where I have experienced low performance from consultants and how I have managed this relationship by taking accountability so that it is a win-win for all parties and we can continue to work together in future. I hope that you take something positive away from this episode. No one is born with project management or leadership skills, yet they are things that are required throughout the property development process. I would love to see more people take an interest in how to work with people in a manner that is beneficial to all relevant parties. Being in the industry for a decade, I have seen my share of the good, the bad, and the ugly. Shockingly, it isn't all rainbows and butterflies in development assessment. As I've made my own faux pas in the past with management, I have spent more time reading, learning, and observing others and how they make things work. If you haven't already read the book, Managing Yourself and Others by Dr. Phil Jauncey, and you are project managing people through the development application process or development management as a whole, I highly recommend you go out and purchase this resource. No, I am not getting a kickback. I don't want to reproduce the contents of the book. However, there is one key takeaway I would like to give insight into in my own words. There are only four reasons why someone isn't doing their job well. One, they don't know what to do. Possibly there's miscommunication. Two, they haven't been given the ability through resourcing. Three, they are underqualified or lack experience. Four, they lack motivation to do the job. They just don't want to do it. So what does this have to do with accountability? A lot of people believe that you can throw a project at a consultant, a company, or a team, and everything will go hunky-dory. This just isn't the case, though, and project managers, whether by occupation title or the role they are filling, need to be accountable for managing consultants. I found a definition of management which stated that it is a process of planning, decision-making, organizing, leading, motivation, and controlling the human resources. Yet many people just organize, delegate, and leave it there. I've learned over the years, you can pay someone experienced, tell them what to do, give them all the resources in the world, but this doesn't mean that they have the motivation to do the job. On the other end of the scale, someone might want to do the job, be qualified, know what to do, but just be so under-resourced they can't complete their part in the project. This is where accountability falls into the success of a project. As a project manager, you must take accountability for the outcomes by ensuring none of the four reasons apply to your chosen team and take accountability for the team you have chosen, whether that is in-house or engaged as a consultancy. 
I'm now going to give three examples of where I've seen project managers not take accountability and have failed themselves, their clients, and their consultant team. Being a private town planner, all these experiences are during the development assessment process. Example one, our client, let's call him Dave, contacted up requiring a development application Without going too deep into the details, instead of being provided with a clear set of proposal plans and other requested documents, we were instead provided with a Dropbox folder full of five years worth of documentation and a couple of emails with more documents. Some of these relevant and some not. Ultimately, the client being the project manager of their development did not take accountability to ensure their team were adequately resourced and lacked communication to advise exactly what they wanted. We canned this project and asked the client to move on. Example two, our client, let's call them Emily, engaged up to assist with their development application through a Southeast Queensland council. When council issued a very standard request for information, the client being the project manager for the development provided short emails with only partial responses and decisions. This created both a resource issue and meant that we didn't know what to do. As a consultant, we are not paid to make decisions. We are here to give professional advice so that project managers can make informed and educated decisions. This project was approved, however the timeframes were blown out and motivation of the team was at an all-time low. It's pretty hard to motivate people to get a good outcome when it seems like the client doesn't even care about the outcome. Example 3. This is my most disliked of all project management faux pas and it's where managers believe they are being accountable, but really they are moving accountability around. Our client, let's call them Ben, contacted UP and required assistance to obtain development approval for a domestic scale project. Little did we know Ben would not be our sole project manager. There would be four. With no clear project manager to educate and inform, as a private town planner, we lacked the decisions to progress the application. Worse yet, Ben's other project manager, let's call them Bart, then sought comparative advice from another town planner because they had never worked with us. Do you think we were very motivated to do the job after that? Honestly, no. I don't ask my accountant for advice, then go to another accountant for advice, then go back to my accountant to tell him that his advice was correct. It's a bit weird. This project was approved. However, again, the timeframes were blown out due to the lack of accountability from the engaging project manager and accountability being passed from consultant to consultant. From the above experience shares, you can tell that when it comes to up, motivation on our end and skills is not really the issue and rarely is when engaging a company. We love assisting people with private town planning matters. However, it is common to be under-resourced and managers to lack communication on their decisions, which, let's be honest, can lead us to not wanting to do the project. So if this is our experience, you would assume that other consultants also feel and experience this. I put accountability into practice recently to get results, and here's how it went. I had engaged two consultants, and they were to complete a project within a two-month time period and work together to achieve the result. As experienced by a number of people in 2021, timeframes are constantly being blown out with lockdowns, team changes, and general busyness for a number of people. I won't even go into my thoughts on the whole COVID boom burnout I'm seeing in the industry and others. Back to these consultants, I was receiving ad hoc updates, it was clear the two consultant teams were not communicating, and I truthfully was not being accountable for making sure the project kept a budget, quality, and schedule due to my own busyness. Acknowledge that I had been a poor manager and asked politely what needed to happen to get the project back on track and everyone able to complete their tasks in a timely manner. I did not blame and the consultants came back and actually apologized and acknowledged their own part in the time blowout. It was triple accountability. But because I took responsibility for the project's temporary failure, 
We were able to move forward and ensure that everyone on the team knew what they had to do, that they had all the resources they needed to complete their work, they had the skills needed to complete the job, and they wanted to see the project succeed. As a little side note, this was not a client project. This was actually a personal side project for me. And whilst we can still subscribe to the statement, I paid and I will get, unless you are dealing with an automated system or robot, that isn't living in reality, especially during a global pandemic where there is a lot going on despite our best efforts to normalize the unnormal. The fact is, you're a person, your family is made of people, and the company you've hired, that is also likely full of people. I honestly believe that most people can do anything if they put their mind to it. However, no one, not even the most well-intentioned person, has as much riding on the success of a project as you do. So it's important to take accountability and ensure you are consistently showing up to manage the outcomes. I hope by sharing my learnings and experiences that there is even the slightest improvement or interest in improvement to how people interact within the property and development industry, and maybe society as a whole. Whilst we are all prone to individualistic ideals, community and connection is really where it's at. That's all from me today. Till the next episode. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Creating Australia. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on our socials to keep updated on our latest content. On Creating Australia, I love talking about everything to do with people, property and development. So if you have something you'd like me to explore, let me know by searching Creating Australia on Instagram or searching Jessica Reynolds on LinkedIn.